Hey modders, welcome to another episode of the Modcast, the weekly podcast for ModDB.com where we give you all the news you could need about ModDB and all the media associated with it. Woo, my name is Dave Traeger, I'm the... <sighs> my name is Dave Traeger, I'm the media editor here at ModDB.com. As you just heard, Ryan Anderson is here, as well as Brian and the new face on the block, AJ Hallamon. Here to bring you the news hey guys, how you and doing? Yes. Woo, Brian is back cast. from his... F- <laughs> <laughs> you became <laughs> yeah. I am back Something from the along farm, yes. Yes. Um, guys, just, just before we get started, we're actually um, cutting down the length of the modcast, so it's going to be considerably shorter than two hours. So, yeah. It's going to be short. Yay. Well, tell them what yeah, we're going to yeah, do That'll be first. For... for uh, Hey, the recording. Sorry? Tell them what we're gonna do instead for the recording, and then the kind of the list that you'll be putting together every week. All right. Uh, okay. Instead of uh, normally what we do on the modcast, we go through every sort of release and uh, media release. This week we're going to do something different. Um, oh, starting last week, I started to make a news post with all the featured releases and medias and downloads that you need that is released each week as a kind of a, a recall, in a sense, to what happened last week on moddb.com. And we're going to keep doing that. Uh, and instead, the modcast is going to be much shorter now. So, yeah, expect more discussion and uh, less bullshit, I guess. Yeah. Cutting the fat. Cutting the fat. All right. Uh, we've still got the, the recall, the hype, the news, and the what you've been playing. Uh, they're just going to be shorter and more to the point, so less screwing around. Hopefully. Yeah. You are still on the show, so, I mean, there's still going to be a lot of screwing around. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> um, that's that's the part. Yeah, whatever. Just Let's just get started before I start eating my words. I'm uh, eating a samosa. start off with the recall section. Yes, whatever you just said, Ryan, because I couldn't hear <laughs> you. Because I heard my own voice too much. Yeah. Uh, start off with the recall section is from the 13th to the 20th of April this is episode 21 for everyone playing at home uh, up first we have Mad World Half-Life 2 version 1.0 and Ryan I believe you had some interesting things to say about Mad World yeah it sucks move on alright no 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 no, no. <laughs> no screw that no screw no that. you can't you just can't say do that, that. alright no. I'm interested in this Tell game because it. I like puzzles why wouldn't I want to play this game go on <laughs> go on go on okay first of all this mod's all about trial and error and uh uh-huh. I, I don't know like what this Hang guy on, is can, can people safely uh attach this to something along the lines of uh I want to be the hero Oh, I want to. Sorry, I want to be the guy. No, no, <laughs> like, not at all. This of... is just like this is like no, no, okay, trial and error. Like it's it's trial yeah, and but error. That's trial and and error. it's like no, but it's like simple mazes and stuff like that. And it's like oh, I turned down the wrong corner, and ah. uh, now I've got to. I died. Now I gotta try in a different way. And uh, you know, there's all these like fancy. The puzzles have like you know Bible scriptures and stuff like that, and like. One of them is so nothing, relating to the seven deadly sins, and um, and one of them is you know the uh, spelling out uh, like like in Indiana Jones spelling out uh, God's name in in right. Hebrew what? and stuff like right, that. Right, right. And, oh, geez, like and, how the hell are we and do that? like there's like no overarching point to this. It just 
kind of seems like self-important and stuff like that. And the mod has no really, you know, actual gameplay. It's just like so, like a the set guy of puzzles, just... which are loosely termed as puzzles, um, right. and you know, nothing else. And I mean, the mapping is very simplistic. And you know, there's a point to you know doing some mods and kind of that minimal minimalistic aspect and kind of and but there's still some des- some theory and design there there it's just you know it's just everything is white cuz that was easier and the the level design is very simple and doesn't seem like you know there was anything unique brought to the table there other than putting in some bible quotes and okay, overall right. it's not I worth went it. to yeah I went to I went to Sunday school as a child because my grandparents were into that sort of stuff so naturally by by my evolution i've learned about the bible and whatnot but you know not in depth am i going to have any trouble answering these puzzles no because it's just trial and error you don't even have to look at any of the words or whatever if he he wanted to do the puzzles would he have trouble with them do you think? No, well, I see what Ryan is saying. No, it's trial, trial and error. error. Like, okay, walk this you, way. I even if you didn't understand exactly English, you could still now. do it because you just, you know, do, go down this way. Right, doesn't right, work. Right. Go but down the another questions way. are: Are the puzzles at all fun to do if you wanted to do the puzzles themselves and didn't want to go right? I didn't, just I didn't ask. enjoy them. No. Is it? Is it along the lines of how many animals uh, <laughs> We're on did the Moses put on the boat? Yeah, like, like how many by what? No, it's not like it's not like. Totally yeah. rela- relating to, <laughs> Wait, you said to religion Moses? and stuff. Oh. <laughs> it's Noah's Ark. But, okay, like, I Whatever. don't even want to get into the whole religion See? thing. Like, the whole yeah. thing is, like, as a mod, as just playing a mod, it's not fun it's at not all. It's not fun. So, okay. yep, all right. Move on. Okay, let's just move on. Well, well, AJ, what do you think? You're pretty quiet over there. Uh, I would say, I guess, this looks like an experimental mod because, you know, modding's all about trying new things and. No, maybe this. But this doesn't really try anything mm, new. Yeah, there's though. nothing new. It's just kind of like making excuses for itself. I don't know. Maybe it's just an experiment failed. I guess. Mm. Or just getting familiar with the 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 you know with source and then putting it out and being like, yeah, somebody might enjoy it. Well, you know, you know what's an experiment in my eyes is like uh, awesome, uh, po- awesome possums, um, uh, monk. I forget what it's called now. Oh, that, that, that one where you can't see. Oh, Blind Monk Society. Yeah, yeah that, Blind that Monk fun. Society. I, I that's enjoyed it, that. Yeah. That's, that's, well, that's more yeah, of an that's, experiment that's, that's, in my eyes, you know? So. Yeah, that's focusing on something different. This, this, I mean, the best part of this mod for me was just the the, the opening screen. It was pretty. <laughs> Other than that, <laughs> I mean, pretty. I jump in and it's like, uh, you know, I don't, why am I doing these mazes? Is there a point to this? Is it fixable? It's just, you, you're in some, you're some, you know, human lab rat in this, this, test chambers and you're going through these puzzles and you're just like well what nothing nothing comes of it and well, nothing well, would you ties say everything that, uh, together uh, a rap maze has better puzzles <laughs> there's cheese at the end <laughs> yes so that's kind of I mean, better <laughs> but let's just move I mean, on virtual cheese is, is, is cheese, there anything right? salvageable about this mod, like if somebody could take no, it over and do a better job with it, or I mean, like, no, is there like, any, I don't, anything about it? Maybe that's it was just this guy just to to get familiar with the source engine, but like as a whole, I'd recommend to people to bypass it completely. All right. Okay. And with that, we should probably move on. Yay. Okay. Uh, <laughs> up next, we have a Dyson, Ryan. Uh, you, you you quickly covered this uh, a few weeks ago in the last modcast we did. 
Uh, do you want to just quickly go over it again for everyone? No, I'm quite interested in Dyson. It looks interesting. I'd like to grab the demo Dyson's later cool. today and play. Um, you met them yeah. at GDC, and uh, Scott was really enamored with their game and, and was playing it all the time in the hotel room. And it's really simplistic type yep. of RTS, and I was talking about this, how you guys can, like, turtle. Like, there might be more strategies coming out in the full game, but, like, the demo that you can download... I contacted them over email and got them to list on ModDB, and now they're on, and they have a profile on ModDB, mm -hmm. and they're updating it. But uh, one thing I didn't know, like looking through some of the comments and some of the posts that they uh, posted up on their profile, is Dyson is actually, the way it's made, it's like, it's like these little meteorites and trees kind of growing out of them, and then the right. trees spawn, spawn your army. And basically, mm -hmm. you go around and take over other meteorites, and, and the trees uh, grow spawn enemies in randomized ways so they have different like stats energy speed strength um mm -hmm. but the whole game is themed around um some like uh physics theorist or something like that um mm -hmm. some smart guy whose name his right. last name is dyson and he had some like theory about like growing trees on comments that could like comments. support yeah, on comments. 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 <laughs> comments. Yes. You know, celestial bodies and then like kind of like making an atmosphere so that they're kind of like little planetary bodies that we could colonize or something like that. Anyways, um, you can uh -huh. go ahead and search it on Wikipedia if you want. But um, Yeah, I think I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah it sounds yeah. very familiar. And so that was kind of interesting and that, and that kind of explains a lot of the design behind the game. But uh, yeah, it's pretty fun, and it's kind of it's almost like a Zen gaming experience. Um, the music is very you know calming, and it's not like most RTS games that I play, like Company of Heroes. I'm like arched over the keyboard, clicking and like you know just trying my best to like manage every unit. Doing macro, maybe, yeah, yeah, doing doing like massive micro uh, management over over all my units, and it it becomes stressful, man. Once the game's over, you're just like, oh, okay, you know, either I lost or won. But with with Dyson, it's a lot more calm, and you know, you zoom out, and you just it. There's supposed to be uh, meteorites that you're colonizing, but when you zoom out, it almost looks like you know, uh, microbial bacteria kind of gathering around these cells. So, oh, okay. and uh, and the way you play it is very calming too. It's not like really intense action all the time. You're just gathering units and and kind of colonizing other. Uh, celestial bodies, so it's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. it's called the Dyson Tree. Dyson Tree, yeah. There you go. All right, cool. But yeah. All right, uh, Cogs is up next. Coggy Cog Cogs. They were uh, basically it's an indie game that recently released on Steam, and we, myself and Ryan, uh, actually got uh, preview copies of uh, it before it was released. And Ryan, I believe you have a review coming out soon for that. Yeah, I got some words I'm writing about it, finishing that up. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, that'll this, be out. These going to be positive. Was it yes, a positive? It's positive. Experience? I like I like Cogs, and I liked it a lot. But it's like kind of detailing what I liked about it that I'm kind of finding hard because people will look at this mm -hmm. game and they'll be like, oh, it's puzzles. I've seen this already. And I was like that myself. Well, yeah, that's that's what it's I saw. Puzzles. Exactly. It's like, oh, it's a puzzle game. Oh, Been you know, before. shifting the tiles over. Oh, yeah, I've done that, you know, and like many times before and played oh, that, look, you know, 10 years ago and it's kind of like yeah. just a new twist on the thing. And you get into it and you start playing it 
And like right from the very beginning, all the menus are in 3D, and you see like gears spinning and everything working when you click on stuff. And so there's that real feel that you're like you know in like a almost like a clocksmith's workshop or something like that. And when you actually start playing the puzzles, uh, they're really simplistic to start out, but uh, there's a lot of different aspects. I mean, they they have uh, pipes that you have to connect together in uh, you know kind of a same way that you would in, in games like Pipe Dream or like the hacking game in Bioshock. Um, and then they have gears that you have to like kind of put together in the tile game. And then the puzzles are actually 3D. So sometimes you're connecting stuff along, you know, the six different sides of a cube or around a cylinder. And then when you combine like the whole pipes with the gears, and then sometimes there's chimes that you have to ring, they can get really complicated. And the way they introduce stuff, it's like every puzzle, you know, after you've done about 10 of them, you think you've seen everything the game has to offer, yet every one something else is something a little bit different. Right. And you're like, oh, okay. And it, and it keeps you playing that way because you think you've seen everything and you're like, okay, I'm going to quit. Maybe I'll just try one more. And it's like, oh, this is new. And you kind of get sucked in right. and you keep on playing. And I ended up playing for like, you know, three, four hours straight in one shot just because it was just mm. that, that element that kept no. me coming. Okay, just one more, just one more. Just one more. Right, that was right, cool. Right. Just one more. What well, else you got? I, I did. I did some something the same with uh, World of Goo. I'm I'm curious if you've played it, uh, which you, you found more challenging or more entertaining. Uh, well, that's a puzzle game. Cogs, Cogs, for me, uh, purely the puzzle element that drew me in, and the complexity of the puzzle elements. World of Goo, it was kind of the story that drew me in and want me to keep on playing. Okay. More than anything else, uh, the, oh, puzzles, that's the puzzles. The puzzles. I would have thought it was. The... But I just wanted to know. Oh, what, what's happening next? And and uh, like, what what kind of different world will I be in? Whereas right. Cogs was just like, oh, this is different. I didn't expect this. Like all of a sudden, you're like, um, you have like some puzzles have are just like the, the normal tile puzzles, but then all of a sudden there's a back side to it. Like uh-huh. you know, you think there's just the one side, and you're moving. A, tiles around but then you can actually flip it around and there's a there's a backside where you have to kick pipes as well so that adds like another layer of yep. difficulty another dimension to it and you're like oh you're I didn't adding your that. pipe to the backside <laughs> go on, go on. Yeah. god damn it god, Brian. Like, god damn it tried. god damn I tried. it <laughs> it's it's out on steam for a 9.99 download and i think it's totally worth that price it's you know very economically priced and it's totally worth it. I mean, you'll you'll easily get you'll easily get like five six hours out of it, and that's without like doing the the other challenges. You can do the puzzles, and then you can go back in and do the puzzles uh, with like timer challenges, and then uh, puzzles that you have to do in a certain within a certain number of moves. And it's not the same puzzle. They'll have the, like, the same mechanics. Like it'll be the same same kind of setup, but the pieces will be rearranged in different places. So it's not like uh, you do it once and you kind of just, if you memorize the moves, you can do it again. They'll, they'll shuffle the pieces around so, so that That's you cool. can't just use the same strategy. Yeah, it's pretty cool. So, yeah, I mean, I mean, if you look at it, 9.99 for five, six hours of entertainment, easy. Wow, yeah. So. Yeah, um, I mean, I, I played COGS as well and I definitely have the same sort of feeling as Ryan. Um, for me, puzzle games have always been quite, you know, snappity snap snap. I can do them quite quickly. I don't know why. It's just, it's, it's just, it's just me. You know, that's how I roll. That's right, Ryan. That's I said it. Yeah. 
Um, and uh, you know, it's it's always it's always fun to have these these puzzles because they're actually in a three dimensional in in a three dimensional way. They're actually quite challenging. And you know that's that's something not a lot of teams or a lot of puzzle games that I've seen played have done. So it is good to see something along these lines. Yeah, the the individual puzzle elements that are all in the game you've seen in other games before, but right. it's the way that they combine them and then bring them to life in 3D is what's original. They balance original. it out really nicely. What's that? Manage to work them out together nicely, you'd say. Yeah. Cool. Definitely. Yeah, anyway, the hype section this week we have, uh, first up we have Frag Out for Half-Life 2. Now, um, Tats, you've actually had a had more insight to this game, haven't you, than most of us? I checked out some pictures and a video. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, the game oh. looks, you know, kind of fun, like you could goof about. Um, with some friends. It's not released yet, though, right? No, that's Ooh, that's my understanding. Released. What are you talking about? It is released. It, okay. Uh, I, I don't know. I haven't had a chance. Yeah. I just got back. But um, the game looks fun. Uh, like I could enjoy it for. Oh no, it's not released. It's released within the Jailbreak community. Jailbreak is uh, like the Jailbreak community. I think kind of took this mod in and uh, is supporting them in their development. See, I've heard I've heard a few people have had access to, um, have had access to playing it like a released beta, but um, you know, that's that's as far as I've heard of it being released. So um, you know, for, from what I've seen so far, they have like uh, the the gameplay works as in you get uh, it's a deathmatch and team deathmatch. I'm pretty sure as right, well. Right, you get item where pickups. they um. Yeah, the item. The only weapons you have are grenades. So the whole element is you throw grenades at each other to try to kill each other. In a sense, I guess it's pretty simple. But uh, the idea is that the the grenades that you use have different, you know, sort of abilities attached to them. Like there's one that uh, you can use in a sense to do a rocket jump, but with a grenade, and all it does is blow people away. You know, I don't think it hurts them, but it like it pushes them up in the air and pushes them away and uh, stuff like that. They've also got like you know the traditional holy hand grenade, which I think was made famous by Monty Python. Um, so something along those lines is always funny. So it, it could be interesting. They've got a watermelon uh, grenade. Yep. Um, they've got a I think it's kind of like a, They've got a cluster yeah. bomb grenade. They've got uh, the boat grenade, which I really don't. Understand. The yes. boat grenades the, is the, the wind. Is that one. the wind, the wind one? one? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's they the take the one, sail yeah. off and then throw. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so it's 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 got a pretty interesting concept. Um, they can definitely do a lot more with it. Personally, I think. But then again, I have not played it. So. Um, my prediction would be is that that it would last a good twenty minutes and then. People well, here's my interest. opinion on it. When it, when mm-hmm. when Frag out first listed on MonDB. Mm-hmm. Honestly, it was one of those mods where I'm just like, meh, we'll see where it goes, right? Like, I yep. I wasn't excited about it at all. And, uh, you know, and looking at it now, my interest has peaked, but, you know, not not enough to where I'd, I'd want to sit down and play it. And it's a good thing that it's not officially released yet, because I think they do need to, to put some more effort into it. But they are, I, I do see some improvement, which is good. I mean, that's that's why uh, people... Do you think it's kind of getting to that point now with Fraga where they kind of have to take it out of that Half-Life 2 area? You know what I mean? Something along the lines of like, 
what Jailbreak did. They kind of right. went from just being Half Life Two to being it's something all else, unique little. You know? yeah. So yeah, not really. I I I think I think you know if they just concentrate on the level design and the ways uh, that they can make the grenades work. Well, I, I do like the fact that they added in custom effects and uh, the pickup animations are nice. And uh, mm-hmm. the actual grenades themselves are kind of cute. I'm not, I'm not sure I like the, the watermelon grenade, though. So, you don't like watermelons? I, I, I love watermelons. <laughs> I don't like explosive What do you have against watermelons? Yeah, I know what you mean, though. It's like... Eh. I don't know. It's one of those Half-Life 2 props right. that everyone has fun with. Yeah. So I guess that's where the inspiration came from. But, yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, I like I like it. All in all, it seems like a really creative mod. and I The, gr- the grenades are creative, and I have to agree right. with Ryan. When the uh, mod first showed up on ModDB, I didn't really pay attention to it, but uh, it's kind of got my interest now. So I don't know. If they keep working hard on it, go somewhere really good well if, if, if it put put a little more focus to add something a little bit more unique to it and not just a bunch of grenades exactly work on the level design uh maybe introduce a, a game mode you know uh rather than just uh death Capture match the grenade or, no um <laughs> you know what they should make like a you know what would be interesting if they had like a game type where it's kind of like dodgeball but with grenades I think that'd be pretty. Or what if you're like on a high platform and you basically just have to like blow people off of it, <laughs> and it's just kind of like they they added a whole. I, I like that. I like I like that idea mind. as well. Like yeah, uh, maybe two 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 uh, two lanes of uh, what do you call them? obstacle courses where you know certain grenades work more effectively in that area and other areas, and you, you're yeah. preventing them to reach the end as you move towards the end or something like that. Yeah, maybe yeah, something fun. Yeah. Yeah. All right, well, I think we've covered enough about that. Let's move on to Mech Warrior, uh, Living Legends, uh, for Crisis. Uh, what can I say? I mean, it's looking amazing. They've got some uh, panorama images of levels now up on their profile, which is, they look great. I mean, Crisis is just one of those engines that continually continues to. Continually continues to continue, but no. Yeah, it, it continues to uh, keep wowing me because Crisis, well, Far Cry had this problem where it was hard to get out of the jungle. You know, <laughs> right. like um, I know what you mean, and yeah, you know what I mean. Like the good Crisis mods and the good Far Cry mods were able to take the mod out of that area and make something thing. unique. And um, looking at these panoramas that they've got on Mech Warrior Living Legends, it's, it's obvious that this this is going to be something really good because like they they made a desert look good. <laughs> well, the thing the thing that I love about it is is how much it how much of it actually looks like Mech Warrior, but so much better. You know, I mean, like it, uh, Mech Warriors is, has aged, and it's been a while since uh, a good Mech Warrior game's been out, at least since I played. And uh, I was really impressed with the quality of their work. I really liked their uh, their videos and uh, their news posts and just the quality of everything they do. One thing, though, is this, uh, one of the textures on the tanks kind of bothered me. Like, it didn't kind of fit into the world they built that looked really fantastic. The tank looks really good from one side, but from the other, there's, like, some problem with the unwrap or something. I have to go look for the image mm. now. 
Maybe. But no, I mean, I like... I mean, they have come a long way, so... Yeah, they, it, 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 it is a mod that I'm, I'm really, really, really looking forward to. So, mm. I'm, I'm a fan. Ryan, favorite. what do you think? I, I think, you know, I, I've... I think it's it's almost like to me, um, from what I've seen from McWarrior, it's like they've kind of slowed down, and I hope that's not the case, because um, you know they really started off with a bang, and you know recently we haven't heard too much on their end. So I, I hope it's just, you know, I hope they're not caught up in the politics of everything like that, and uh, and uh, or maybe they could be. Going for evaluative license or something like that. Yeah, right, like right. Petrograd. And but but I seriously yeah. doubt that with the the Mech Warrior labeling. But um, yeah, yeah. But uh, you know, I think since I've seen the visuals, I know that this mod is going to look good, and they're going to do everything that they can to to make it look good. But I think we're like, especially with Mechs. When I think about Mechs, more than any, like. Accompanying the visuals more than anything, I want it to sound good. I want to hear right, like the right. mechanics of it, like all the sound effects and stuff. Like when I think about playing this, that's what I hear in my head. Like all these like you know robotic sounds and everything like that. And I want to hear that in the mod. So you know, this is an editor's <laughs> request. I want some some uh, good sound effects in this. And mod. when you're done with Mech Warrior, make a make a nice. Com- uh, oh, what is it? Wing Commander. That's the next game I want. <laughs> a really good Wing Commander. Yeah, yeah. The series needs a uh, revival. AJ, what do you reckon? You haven't said anything yet. What? what your opinion? <laughs> um, well, I don't know. By the looks of it, it looks like a pretty sweet mod. The content looks pretty cool. But then again, it's Crisis, so of course the graphics will be. Well, the the, the point there. is, is that they they took took uh, the the general theme and went with their own. So. I mean, it's. I, I wouldn't say it's too much of just crisis. I mean, there's obviously their 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 involvement. I, I mean, right. Here's here's my question. Here's my question though. With like, this is a crisis multiplayer mod. How many people uh-huh. play multiplayer on Crisis? There's like, probably a ton of people that play hot Crisis Wars. Actually, dude. there are. Like, there are a lot of people that play Crisis Wars right now. Well, they gave it away for free, yeah. so so there should be. <laughs> but I mean, yeah. you know, you, you see these visuals and how high quality they are, and you wonder if you install the mod on your computer, are you going to be able to run it the same quality? Well, uh, if you can, if you can run Crisis, if you can run Crisis, yeah. Oh, well, AJ, you got to think about it like this. Hopefully, by the time they um, come out with it, then then more computers will be able to run it. Maybe. Anyway, as I was saying before Ryan interrupted, thank you, Ryan. Um, AJ, you got to think about it like this. It's like you're saying that uh, you're worried about the visuals. Well, I say, how many Half-Life 2 mods look fucking terrible? Not mine. (laughs) Shut up. Mm. Exactly. So there is a lot of work that goes into making visuals regardless of the engine that it's based on. So, for example, if you're saying it's going to look good just because it's on Crisis, well, I think you're no, wrong no, there because I reckon I, I Crisis mods can look no, no, fucking no. He, terrible. He, says, if, he said if, that the quality was probably, uh, should be, you know, accredited uh, to the engine rather than to the developers, is what he was saying. That it looked really, really good and that Crisis was probably... Yeah, I'm, I'm saying the content is good in itself, but it looks like they've done a really good job. And but then again, it's on it Crisis, really really it looks good. That, right. Exactly. Yeah. All right. Okay. But Dave's, well, Dave's uh, argument was saying that, you know, just saying it looks good because it's on Crisis, uh, 
isn't isn't the uh, end all be all um, exactly because yeah. you know you make something you have to make it look good uh in it order takes effort. Yeah, because it's such a high poly count. You can skip the cube, and maybe it's a little bit shinier. But I mean, if it's still a turd, you can't can't polish it. Well, I don't know. I mean, I've watched some of these videos of uh, the Crisis uh, editor um, and people just making some decent looking <laughs> maps in like three minutes. Well, the just, maps, yeah, but like I'm, uh, the models, especially. Oh I mean, no, no, the models are totally different. That's like Crisis isn't involved in that at all. Well, partially, but you know what I mean. What I was really right, trying to say on. was, uh, I don't okay. know, Crisis Engine <laughs> helps with the appearance. But anyways, go ahead. Do, 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 do. So I'm looking forward to it. Um, it. For me, it looks almost retail. Good job, guys. All right, cool. Well, uh, I think we've, we've spent enough time on MechWarrior. Let's move on to AVP2 Team Fortress for Alien vs. Predator 2. Yay. Uh, what can I say? Uh, since the uh, commercial success of Team Fortress Classic, uh, there has been a lot of mods that have tried to emulate the Team Fortress Classic uh, sort of oh forever. It, yeah, gameplay. it's been done on almost you know, every. Like, um, it's just one of those things. Like you know, it's kind of like it's when people say it's the same thing with uh, you know Counter Strike. It's like it's like Counter Strike, but oh, no. that's that's what it kind no, of feels like to me. No. Like, but this this is Team Fortress, but it's on the AVP well, two well, engine. See, the thing with uh, Counter Strike you know? is uh, people make games that uh, you know you counter terrorism games, and 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 the whole idea with Counter Strike is that you know Counter Strike has guns, it has terrorists, counter terrorists, and when you fucking die, you don't start up till you know the next round. That is that is CS, and so that's not really its own game. In my opinion, it's not. Uh, Counter Strike's a great game itself. Uh, the the name's popular. The game style is very simple, very 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 simple. So it doesn't really work that way. The, all all the other games are usually you know their own game, little kind of branching off. But team. Yeah. Well, Brian, I'm I'm not actually talking about that. I'm just talking about the the way that it works. It's a team based game with one life. That's what I meant by it's like Counter Strike, but you know that's that's what I meant by that. It's the same thing with AVP too. It's like Team Fortress. You get you get different classes. It's capture the flag. It's control points. It's you know, it's like that. It's that's what it means. Like you've got your medic, you've got your heavy guy, you've got your scout, you've got your fast guy. You, you know, it's the same sort of thing. It's Team Fortress. It's this Team Fortress style. It's a Team Fortress gameplay mechanic. Is, is, is that all these other engines? Uh, these are um, kind of tributes to Team Fortress, while the other games you speak of aren't, is what I was saying. The other games somewhat similar. Okay. Th these games, I mean, like, you've had uh, Team Fortress on Quake, Quake 2, Quake 3, uh, AVP 2. They're, they're a Just a moment, baby girls. Uh, a couple other games. Um, like, it, 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 like any, every new game, you're going to have a new Team Fortress on. You know, it's been that way up until Team Fortress 2, so... Because we've uh, all, well, all, right. the, I can understand all Team Fortress 2 fans have been like eagerly awaiting Team Fortress 2 forever, and then it finally came out. <laughs> so sad. All right, that's my point. Ryan, do you have anything to say about AVP 2? Team Fortress? Um, no, other than like, I mean, the guy that's behind this, Hair Alien, he, he's probably the. Uh, single-handedly responsible for keeping the AVP2 com community alive. 
Um, yeah. Because cause they did shut down the master server and stuff like that, and he actually worked at getting that back up, which is which is pretty cool. I mean, because AVP2 was a great game. But, uh, no doubt. Speaking to the mod specifically, yeah, I don't have anything either way. Um because I haven't played it, but, uh, you know, I mean, if it's Team Fortress 2, then I'll, I want to I wanna play Team Fortress 2. But, you know, I I, I appreciate his efforts, and uh, and uh, the fact that he's kept the AVP2 community alive, uh, multiplayer community alive, is cool. So hmm. Well, I mean, one of the things that I liked as I watched the video was is it takes parts of uh, AVP2, uh, integrates them into this new game style, so... Uh, they work together. So it's not exactly Team Fortress 2 anymore. It's AVP Team Fortress 2. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like, like the aliens radio. can still crawl right, right, on the right, walls right, right. and stuff like that. And yeah. Yeah, I wonder. I wonder so if it, it ends up playing kind of like a weird mix of TF2 plus natural selection because of the aliens in there and stuff. You know, aliens versus Maybe. I, I like the radar. Huh? Yeah. How it keeps, you know, keep things to display. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Alright, uh, AJ, do you have anything to, to point out on this before we move well, on? From watching the video, I'll have to say it, it does do a fairly good job at giving the look and feel of Team Fortress Classic. Okay, anything else? That's about it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Stunning words from AJ. <laughs> well, I mean, this is my first time on the podcast, uh, so... Yeah, yeah, I can understand that. So good. Um, up next, we have uh, what I think is a news post just just because of what Ryan said on the last modcast. It's thirty two X thirty two I Redemption Crisis with a uh, with a gameplay video, and I think this is just for Ryan because he the the original creator of X thirty two I did make a audio reply to uh, some of the concerns we addressed in the last episode of the modcast, uh, mostly because of the fact that we said how we were confused about what it actually was. Mostly because of the fact that he's had a couple of games with the same title, uh, some of them not being on the same Crisis engine, and him having news, having a release post about why he's changing over, but that release post is actually deleted, so the public can't see it. So there was a lot of confusion there, and uh, hopefully we didn't offend him too much or anything like that. Uh, if we did, sorry, dude, it wasn't our intention, but. Uh, now he's actually released a uh, gameplay video um, showing what he's been working on, and it's actually come, looking like it's coming along quite well. And uh, what can I say? It's a crisis. It looks good in space. Ryan, what do you have to say to this? Yeah, you know, verdict's still out for me. It's uh, it's some some decent gameplay footage, and but you know, I still want to see more. I mean, there's the basic shooting mechanics. Well, it is there. early days, though, yeah, man. Is, Obviously, looking days, at the like, video. I mean, the whole argument behind the, the first thing is, you know, I was just wondering why, you know, if it's a different creator. Um, no, it's the same guy. The same, same guy, guy. He's, but he's just yeah. attached to the X32i name. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. Like I don't it, know. It, has he created like? There's no real. I don't know if there's anything out there because you know it's it's if there is it's hard to find. But yeah, uh, it was just it's just I don't know if there's any confusing sort of, to like, us, and that's why we're just like okay, or... well, you got X32i the infantry combat, and all of a sudden it's like boom, totally switching strides to something space. Um, and, and and he and also what, did and, release and, like a side scroller as well. Right. Right. Well, I mean, the whole thing um, behind that is 
you were just like, you know, if this is going to be like a huge epic mod, that's something that's a little bit more ambitious, um, then, you know, having that kind of waffling feeling where, you know, it's like, okay, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do this, um, you tend to believe that, you know, uh, if if it's going to be a full total conversion, that's, you know, the notion that it will get completed someday is kind of diminished because of that project switching all the time. That's just just the way I think, but I mean, if it's if it's just him doing it, just experimenting with Crisis, then you know, good on him. But um, but you know, as of yet, I I don't you know expect anything uh, grandiose to come out of this, especially if it's a if it's a smaller team. But what he's done so far is pretty cool. That's, that's all I gotta say. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Brian, did you have anything to say on this? Um, I'm eating. What? What were we talking about? AJ, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no hey, did you have anything to say on this at all? Uh, no, nothing much. I mean, me being an obvious source engine modder and reviewer, it yep. reminds me of Eternal Silence. I guess. Freelancer, whatnot. Uh, I would say it's more to the freelancer side of things than Eternal Silence. Yeah. Yeah. All right, cool. Uh, up next, we have Duke Theft Auto. Ryan, you're actually a big fan of this, or from the first initial release, you were a big fan of this. Uh, yeah. What are your thoughts on the latest update that they have at the well, moment? Well, I mean, I made a comment, and uh, I'm like Mr. Negative on this show now. But because <laughs> I'm going to come up with another criticism. Frowny but I, face. I say, th- I say oh this God. stuff because I care about the mods and care about the development. Or that's what I would. That's like beating your wife and saying that you care about it. <laughs> that doesn't work, Ryan. <laughs> well, I mean, it's I just it my honest criticism. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, anyways, um, he posts about the new polymer renderer for eDuke 32, and you know how it's just got you know more realistic lighting and uh, shaders and whatnot, blah blah blah, um, and that he wants to to integrate it into Duke Theft Auto as well as supporting the old renderer as well. And this is this is kind of like I don't know. When I first read this, I'm like, "Oh, are you kidding me?" Just after I put him in the creativity and constraints article, because like the whole point of that article was like doing more with less and not saying, "Oh, here's a new feature. Let's use that. Here's a new feature." And his his uh, his counter argument to counterpoint to that was just like, "Oh, it looks more like the dusk effect in in uh, GTA 2 if you're in, using the dusk mode." Which you know, okay, but. Uh, Really, I think the magic of those early games, he really captured it with the, with the original uh, media releases that he did. And um, so, I mean, I think, I, think, uh, I think using this engine might just add a little bit more development time and might kind of sidetrack him with, with more complications that are a result of this new render. I mean, because it's brand new, who knows if it's buggy or whatnot or totally stable, um, and, you know, if complications arise from that, then he's just putting more time into into perfecting the look of that mod, and then it just gets more complicated from there, whereas, uh, you know, working with the, the older renderer uh, and just staying on the path that he originally planned, um, I think would have worked out better. I, I, I like the, like, you got so many games that are remakes. I mean, this is a remake of Grand Theft Auto 1 and, or 2, um, and... And you have so many games that are remakes, and they're like, okay, but we're gonna do this game, but it's gonna be like you know, 
high fidelity everything and you know it's just going to be we're going to totally boost the polygon counts on everything and and the lighting's going to be realistic and it's you know it's going to be it's going to be like half-life one but you know the source engine just totally knew everything and everything's going to be totally high res what but a that's, not, that's not what i Black wanted that's not what i wanted from 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 duke theft auto i thought that when i first saw the the first media releases that you know okay um, it wasn't taking that path. It was taking the path of, of you know, least resistance, where, where they're bringing it into a 3D world, but they're not totally going for like that ultra realistic look. You know, we're not going to bring like Grand Theft Auto One into like a, a Grand Theft Auto Four type uh, 3D world. We're just going to kind of keep it cartoony, keep it uh, whacked out like you know the original Grand Theft Autos were, but uh, now it'll be 3D. And uh, a hell of a lot easier to control, and you know that really appealed to me, and I think that really appealed to a lot of people. So I just really hope he doesn't lose lose the focus there, and just starts to put in like all these new features that are kind of, um, you know, just just. Uh, well, now that he's got the new engine, it's it's almost going to be like, okay, well now I have the possibility for feature creep, you know. Well, that's yeah, well, that's yeah. That's like well, think of all the so, possibilities. Yeah. That's exactly the that's, that's exactly what I was kind of like. Um, going against in in creativity and constraints in that article that I wrote was just that you know yeah. you have to set limits and say set a line and be like I'm not going to cross this line no matter what because you know I'm going to find ways to work around what limits I've imposed on myself and hence you know that usually ends up in in more creative solutions and and uh, more unique gameplay. So. You know what, Ryan? I agree. So there's not much more I can say to that, man. You pretty much covered all the bases just then. So, Brian, do you have any thoughts on this I subject? Know, I mean, I agree with uh, Ryan. I think that uh, the best thing they could do is to to keep that kind of cartoony feel and 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 run with it on their own. You know, they're, they're just taking the environment, the the, the type of gameplay, tossing it into a 3D uh, world, and and do their own thing with it. I think that that's a great idea. Uh, mm. uh, but as 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 a modder, um, I, I I know what it's like to have the option to do so much more and want to do so much more, and especially when you have competition, you 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 feel you need to do so much more. And uh, then what competition does he? Well, have? no, I, I I'm not saying he does. I'm saying in my case. Oh, okay. And and so you you end yep. up kind of going through all the new uh, features and, and you spend so much well, time. I, I think and, he's, and got, he's got competition in terms of, you know, just like other mods that are out oh, there. Yeah, and and that, just that's because true. he's building on the, just because he's building on the build edge and, you know, oh, that's an, that's an antiquated engine and, you know, that, you know, if you want to build on that, that's just for kids to play around with. And he's just kind of, it's, it's almost like, you know, at the end of the post, he's like, you know, the build engine isn't dead yet. You know, look at how much power it still has. Um, and I think it's just kind of like a post to prove that, and this, this renderer is kind of a way of proving that. Which you know, I'm fine with it being cartoony and realistic. I don't need every game mod I play to have like realistic lighting and stuff like that. So, yes, you do. The thing is, is I mean, like, like you know, a fun game is going to do better than a pretty game. I disagree. You're wrong. You're because so more wrong. people are going to play the pretty. Well, people game. are going to play the pretty game, and they're going to. F- talk crap about the pretty game then it's gonna be known as a shitty game and there you go and then you're gonna have this one no game. well yeah. think about no, it no, no, if, okay, look at games, games are timeless today. the fun games are timeless the pretty games will yeah. get played but then they'll get forgotten uh, the, yeah, okay well think about this okay I, i'm gonna take one community 
as an example here, and this is the the game trailers community. <laughs> now these guys are probably the best example I can use for this. For example, um, when uh, the Nameless mod posted up their preview, their their preview trailer on to the uh, you know game trailers community, they actually. Uh, had a lot of people saying, oh, what the hell, this game looks like shit, I am not playing this, and, you know, it's just, there's no research whatsoever put into it. If the game's graphics has, you know, less than two million polys, they're going to, you know, scream and kick and cause a fuss. And, you know, it's kind of like, it's great for the exposure, but if someone reads the comments, they're going to be influenced in some way or, or another. And well, that's fine. I, find that, I mean, uh, yeah, but, but, I but don't you also have to understand what he's working on. Those types on. of people. I mean, yeah, you're, you're talking about people that are like raised on Halo and stuff like that, and they won't even know what what Deus Ex is, right? And you know, and so you got to ask that question. Um, do you know the makers of that mod want those types of people playing it? Because all they're going to do is complain, anyways. Um, th- this mod, the name of this mod caters to people who know of Deus Ex and know of that type of gameplay and want to kind of re-experience that in a different way with some different packaging around it. Um, this is a perfect way for them to do that. It's the same thing when Portal Prelude was released. He sent out the news to a whole bunch of sites. A lot of people covered it and be like, oh, this is awesome. You guys have to download it. And so everyone who, you know, there's a lot of people who own Portal but didn't know what mods were about or weren't into, like, the modding scene at all that downloaded it, played it, and said, Fuck, this is too hard. This is too hard. This mod sucks. Blah, blah, blah. Whereas, you know, some people, this mod was made purely for the people who wanted more of a challenge with, within the Portal universe, right? And so, so you kind of look back at that, and if you ask those creators, you know, would you want those people that downloaded your mod? I think they would say no. You know, they, they'd be happy if they just, you know, fucked off in the first place. <laughs> yeah, but, you know, okay, for example, um, if that person who is had a bad experience with the game either because of the gameplay or the graphics comes to someone who is normally more open-minded and would accept a game like that and tells them that this game is absolutely terrible do not get it chances are they're not going to get it because well, someone they know and trust go ahead and make it. their own opinion about it right well yeah i know if, if, if you're controlled <laughs> by that that crap then you don't deserve to be playing games in the first place <laughs> screw off don't play my games if, if, if you need yeah, a reviewer I mean, to tell the, you whether or not to play my yeah, game exactly. fuck off <laughs> yeah. like, seriously well i mean yeah that's the whole point the whole point of the modding scene is like people come to mod db and they dig around and they're willing to you know wade through some less than stellar experiences just to find that one that one that really connects with them and they really like you know that's why they're on mod db in the first place I mean, there are so. plenty of games that people play that i i don't have a clue as to why they play them they're ridiculously bad but people love it and i'm like okay they're not me and that's how it's always going to be and, and, and you're going to get a lot of crappy reviews. I mean, look at look at Zombie Panic. Uh, when we released, it was nothing but negative comments. Nothing but negative comments. But we're now the number one played Half-Life 2 mod. So, I mean, it, it's it's not just negative comments. It's 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 about you know experience. If people play it, they check it out. I mean, now I agree with you on some things. I mean, I think packaging is very important. It's like women. I'm a little sexist, but I think reasonable packaging is very important. But but the contents are are what's gonna keep people coming back. Are you making a pun about clothing and naked women? No, because that's that, how yeah, I interpreted probably that. did. But no, I mean I mean you know an attractive <laughs> woman, not naked. 
Uh, <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, all right. So you're you, talking you, about personality. You can, you can find right. yourself attracted to the attractive woman. Go to her. Speak with her. If she's a ditz, you may lose interest or gain interest. I don't know. Um, <laughs> but the point is, 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 is the packaging? Yes, it's important. And, but, but the contents are, are the long-lasting. Blah blah blah. As Ryan was putting it. All right. Well, that makes sense. I'm just saying that word of mouth is negative and positive in both ways. Right, right, right. So it is... Well, controversy is always nice, too. I mean, like, I remember... uh, No, I I don't think, you know... Bad press can be good, too. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Bad press. You know, screw-ups can be, you know, huge. Like, I mean, you look at uh, World of Goo and how it published its piracy rates. So they were, like, up at 90% or something exorbitant like that. And then people covered that news even more, right? And then World of Goo got even more press. Well, it's kind of along the lines of of Demigod as well, right? Demigods with the yeah, piracy demigod, act exactly. Yeah, with the with the GameStop releasing it early hey, and stuff like that. Yeah, a lot, of, a lot more people just because of that. Yeah, exactly. So I mean, there isn't really any bad press. No. It's almost like you want to plan screw ups into your PR marketing. Right, right. right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, I think we've had enough on Duke Theft Auto. By the way. Um, Right, the last one in the hype section for this week is Kingdoms Collide. This is actually a new mod profile that was uh, put up on ModDB around Tuesday, I believe, and this is like probably one of the better profiles coming up, like just from the get go that I've seen in quite a while. It's uh, basically some along somewhere along the lines of uh, Age of Chivalry and uh, Pirates, Vikings, and Knights too. It's like kind of like a mesh between those. It's like realistic and unrealistic in certain terms. Um, they've it got looks better uh, than a both, gameplay though. video. <laughs> I'm sorry, it yeah, looks better it does, than both. But, uh, it's, it kind of, like to me, just <clears throat> looking at that video, it kind of looks like both of them. It feels like both of them. Well, you know like a like, I mean? uh, kind of a uh, little inspiration from both. Yeah. Yeah. You know? To me, but, um, to me I don't even great, compare right? it to Age of Chivalry or Pirates Wrecking Knights. I say, you know, this takes a look at, take a, takes a look at at uh, Calamity Fuse and kicks it in the face. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because it lines you know, up with it the has, it has right like, in the teeth. It has, like, wall grappling, magic, and all. And it does everything that, you know, Calamity Fuse seemed to set out to do, but, you know, was met with very lukewarm appeal. And this, just, like, the, the aesthetic of it looks so much better uh, and looks so much it's, more It's very attractive. Uh, complete. Very yeah, it's very attractive. Looking. And it's got, and the video showcases all, all these, like, just crazy abilities off and you know if they pull that all off in in a multiplayer environment then right pff, i mean there's you can't even compare it to age of silvery because it's like on a whole different level or pvk2 because mm. it's on a whole different level just because yeah. it has like all these different things that you can do you know yeah so. well um you know I, i'm going to say this i'm interested now because his parents say that it's the best half-life 2 <laughs> mod out there so it's going to be interesting because I trust these parents. I do. Wait, so where are you saying this? <laughs> oh, no, it's, it's, it's on the, the, the banner. It says, uh, in quotes, probably the coolest Half-Life 2 mod ever, quoted oh. by my parents. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. So, thanks, dudes, parents. I trust, you. I trust your judgment here. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, Going down on a limb, but I think they're right. Like, yeah. But um, the wall climbing aspect does interest me a lot. It, uh, yeah. Definitely. Right. Yes, it's one to look out for. So yeah, if you guys are you know at all interested, take a look at the profile. Kingdoms collide, and uh, start watching. It's already got forty eight members, which is pretty impressive for 
how new the profile yeah, is. Uh, not even a week old yeah. mod great, profile. Great, so. great yeah. way to announce a mod. No, definitely. Yes, exactly. Like, like, is, I, I, yeah, I never, I'd never way, even heard you know? of this mod before. Like, yeah, yeah and and all this work is already done. So, well, I mean, like, ever since, uh, it is. Ever since uh, age, age of Chivalry, I've, Age of Chivalry, I've been wanting something you know new, similar to that, and uh, I seen this mod. Well, and I mean, I it's a, it's, it, it's it, attractive it, and it's got swords, but I mean, I, I I don't see the gameplay being anything alike at all. Well, I mean, I mean. Yeah, the gameplay is like looks completely different. The third-person right. camera, the environments are extremely beautiful and way more detailed than Age of Chivalry. I'll have to say, but uh, the gameplay gameplay looks pretty interesting. Oh God, speaking fail. <laughs> Sorry, man. But yeah, like I'm just gonna, we, we get it's a lot so of, amazing. He cannot got, put it into words. Exactly. <laughs> there we go. We get a lot of profiles that we have to authorize on ModDB, and like you know. If you want to make a big splash, want to be want to make a big splash on on ModDB, this is the way that you come oh, out with, the, with your profile. Not not come just out with one a or video, two video, lots of one media, or two paragraphs. Game that's already yeah, lots there, of screenshots, yeah. video, um, and and a very in depth explanation about your, what your mod about what your mods about. Not like your name is John and you wake up in a laboratory. And then and you know like that one line, and then you rendered. have like a screenshot of a yeah untextured <laughs> uh, AK-47, and it's like oh, or a screwdriver. It's a screwdriver. <laughs> this is John's AK. <laughs> but uh, yeah. you know what this also means because of the fact that every profile has to be authorized by either myself or Ryan. Um, it also means as soon as we see it, the staff will know about your profile. Yeah. Like a hundred percent, and they will follow it, and we will follow it. We will absolutely keep an eye on that profile because of the fact that you've made such a big impact when you first created that profile. So it it works in both ways. And and now look at him. We're talking about this profile on the modcast, and chances are it's going to be talked about again oh, later easily. on down the road because of easily. this profile. You know, so it does it does help that you make <coughs> the profile great. The first time you do it, and it doesn't take long. I mean, I can whip up a profile quite quickly that looks just as good as this. So chances are, if you, if you spend a little bit of time understanding what you need to do about these profiles, you can make it really quickly and really quite effectively as well. So there's no real excuse not to do it. Quick live for the er, yeah. kingdoms collide for the win. <laughs> there you go. He he finally put there it into words. Go. Good on you. <laughs> Uh, um, so let's just go into what you've been playing. Um, I want to go last, so someone can go first. Who's who wants to go first, Ryan? What have you? Yeah, been I'll playing? go first. Um, well, just recently, like I was on Facebook, and and uh, yep. and one of my old uh, friends from like the Max Payne Two modding scene just posted up some like vintage videos of Max Payne One and stuff, and like when it was first developed. And I was looking through all of these on YouTube. I'm like, damn! I feel like playing this game again. So I went ahead and played through like the whole game, and uh, I actually the tried live. Some... By the way, he played it via live. Yeah, it was I streamed some it. Interesting streamed footage. it on Justin TV, <laughs> and uh, there's some funny moments in there. Um, yeah. But um, I, I tried out a few mods afterwards, and uh, one of them was the uh, the real world mod, which included the uh, which included the kung fu system. Uh, for Max Payne 1. And if you guys don't know about this and you have Max Payne 1, reinstall it and install the real world. It's just a demo. And it has, like, you know, dojos that you actually fight. But 
let me tell you, we're talking about all these melee mods and stuff like that. Uh, Max Payne One had this uh, kung fu system that was written by you know some some programmer in like University of Toronto, and it was brilliant. It was so brilliant, and it's so in depth. You can actually chain together combos and, and do all sorts of moves. And I was stuck playing this thing. It was just like one test, like one training level, just going through that over and over again for like three hours. It was crazy. And there's just so many moves that you can do, and it it just it looks awesome can with, you do the, a with the bullet kick? time and everything like that. Uh, yeah, you can do roundhouse kicks, and it, it was like the real world Sweet. mod is based on the Matrix universe, right? But they uh-huh. just added the kung fu in there, and it fits really well. But uh, well, they had kung fu in, in yeah, the no, Matrix. Yeah, no, I know, I'm, I'm saying, saying yeah. But uh, it, it was like a part of another mod that they put in there, and they just kind of customize okay. it with like custom Matrix moves, you know, like the the whole slow motion kicks and whatnot and the same moves that they did in the movie whatever but uh it just looks so good and you know there's there's blocking okay, there's Ryan, parrying uh, there's dodging to the specialists yeah oh this is this is like you know i mean the level of sophistication water. well i mean specialist is something entirely different it's it's more like it's it, more like max paint built more for that <laughs> multiplayer aspect right uh whereas you know the real world is just single player Right. And uh, mm. but I mean the move set is really deep, and you know, it it still compares to you know a lot of the mods that are trying to do the same thing today. Uh, you know, I think of Age of Chivalry and how it's parrying stem and stuff like that. And uh, you know, it's, it's melee, so it's similar. It's not with swords, but um, something like this is just kind of blows that out of the water with the amount of moves that it has and dodging, parrying, um, and the AI that does the same thing and. It's it's awesome. Ooh. So you guys should uh, check that out if you got Max Payne 1. Um, what other mods have I been playing? I just played some COGS, played some Dyson. Um, but other than that, I don't think I have anything else. You know what? Speaking about melee systems, Ryan Anderson, <laughs> I have been playing Xenoclash. Ah, I thought you were going to go nice. last, buddy. Ah. Yeah, <laughs> I am last. No one else has been playing oh, anything. I, was I have. Tell you all about what I've been playing with the uh-huh. moon. What? Oh, well, fine. The I'll, go, I'll talk about Xeno Clash right now and totally blow all your stuff out of the water. So. <laughs> um, <clears throat> what can I say about Xeno Clash? It is a really, really highly a uh, complicated melee game, but it's not complicated. I don't, it's it's. You were gonna blow our stuff out of the water. What? Brian <laughs> 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 was just screaming into the mic. Right, from him. Go. Right, go on. Blow, blow us out of the water. All right. You put me off. All right. Anyway, uh, Xeno Clash. It starts off uh, quite simple. You know, you got a few moves that the game teaches you, but uh, later on in the game, it actually gets the combat gets really deep and really challenging. Um, it, it's a brawler at heart, basically. And uh, what can I say about without giving too much away? You'll be fighting more than one dude at once. And I think Ryan brought this up in the GDC episode of the modcast we had a while back, where uh, it's not the enemies don't you know have a gentleman fight with you they actually will all attack you at once so it is in my opinion really uh really a dirty sort of brawler in that sense because they will do absolutely anything 
to put you down. And I mean anything. Like, for example, if there is a hammer in the room, <laughs> look out, man, because you, you'll get hit with that hammer and it will fucking hurt. So the, the game is just... The, the melee system works in the same way as what... Uh, if any of you guys have played Mirror's Edge before? Yeah. Anyone here? You, you know the melee system in there? Uh, yeah. Uh, Where you're much more capable of hurting someone when you don't have a weapon, but the weapons really do help, in a sense. It's kind of like that, where if you have a weapon in your hand, which you do get quite often, you become quite uh, easy to attack, in a sense, as in you can't defend yourself too easily. Like, you can't block... That kind of shows up in the video. uh, Yeah. Yeah. And um, it, it works really well in that sense because you kind of have to judge between like, okay, he's running at me as fast as he can. Should I shoot him in the face with this gun or should I put it on my back and try to defend myself? Now, if you shoot him in the face, he will attack you, right? You will drop your weapon and then you'll go and have a little fisticuffs with him. Meanwhile, another enemy will come up and pick up your weapon and shoot at you while you're having a fight with this other dude. So you, you're basically running around in this like area that they give you and you're trying to defend off people from. So, so he's trying to stop people would from you picking say up it's weapons. Like double and dragon. Double no. dragon. Oh, come on! No, you use your weapon. They pick no. it up and hit you with it instead. It's exactly the same. Uh, <laughs> double dragon wasn't in first person. No, it wasn't in first like, person. For example, okay. For example, if someone picks up a weapon, you don't know about if, it. If because double it's not dragon was like. First person. Into 3D, this is what it would should yeah. should be like. But uh, <laughs> yeah. I mean, because it's, it's a lot I, I more, it it's a lot like more that, tactical yeah. than. Uh, yeah, it it really is because, for example, you'll be focusing. What it, the game does, it does the the old Zelda Z tracking thing. You hit E, right, and you you tunnel vision on one enemy, and that's the only real way you can actually defeat them, right? You can attack without being having the vision on, in a sense, but it's less effective in a sense like that because you're actually not focusing on one enemy so you're not built for group attacks in a sense like you can't run into a group of people and roundhouse kick them all you know at the same time it doesn't work like that so um you you're focusing on someone else and you kind of get like your peripheral vision kind of closes in a sense um and you kind of focus on one dude so there might be like four dudes that you're fighting at once right but three of them might be in front of you, and the third guy you won't, the fourth guy you won't see. So there's no way of knowing what he's doing. He might be coming up behind you, and he might be ready to kick you in the back, or he might be shooting you from a distance. And there's no way of you knowing unless you like stop looking at the other enemies and try to look for him. And meanwhile, when you turn your back on the other enemies, they will take that advantage to hurt you. So it's kind of like it, it, yeah, it, it, it feels really um, <laughs> chaotic. You know what I mean? Like uh, there are other uh, there are other weapons than just the hammer. There's fish guns. There's like yeah, crossbow. There's, there's, there's like a rifle. Um, yeah, so it's, it's not just a hammer. A Don't let thing. Dave mislead. <laughs> no, I've, the game looks fantastic. I mean, that the art's yeah. incredible. Uh, the fighting style looks uh, like it could be a lot of fun. Um, I, I mm. like how you have to kind of switch through weapons and melee and, and such, and that you do feel kind of open to it. You don't really switch in <laughs> well, a sense. It I just kind of like I saw happens. on the screens, you switch mm. from melee to to a rifle to to what I think was a hammer at what point, like three different weapons all at once. Well, you can only carry one at a time, so you have to choose between a melee weapon. It's possible that a drop or to pick like a ranged weapon, it, 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 but yeah. at the time, right, yeah. right. But I mean, it, it definitely looked like you switch back and forth between the two. 
and and and, and I'm not yeah. I'm not knocking it or anything, and I haven't played the game, so I can't say for sure. But I liked how you, you felt kind of open to 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 the enemy's uh, melee attacks while holding your weapon. Oh, dude, they will own you. Like these guys, like if okay, the idea is you're supposed to get past their defenses, like in any sort of traditional fighting game uh, that has it in first person mode, like. Think of it as like boxing in a sense. Like your idea is supposed to get in between their defenses and actually chip away at their health. Now that works fine. Like in in, in one on one, you you will block their attacks and counter their attacks and dodge their attacks and swing at them while they're while they're you know in swinging at you sort of thing. So you can kind of do all that and you can uh, you can either like use heavy attacks to break their defense and then attack them. You know, um, if you think about that. Try adding all that in with like five people in the room at once. That's basically what it feels like. It's like you're trying to do, you're trying to take off so much health with this guy, but if you start actually getting into your combos deeper and deeper, someone will come up behind you and just hit you in the back of the head with a sword. You know, it's just like, it's just like that. It's like, well, yeah, you, it's, you're it's, trying to it's do more so much. In that you're really... trying to manage, manage, uh, Manage uh, what the you're combat. taking on, but, uh, what you're taking. But yeah. you, you have you have, you have more ar- in your arsenal than just combos and stuff like that. You have like kicks, and you can actually throw people into other guys, and then you know yeah, take damage that. that way. And so you know mm-hmm. you might take one guy, throw him into another guy, and that and while they're both on the ground, then then you're free to engage you know the third guy that's in the room. Right, and right. So it's a way of, you know there's different ways you can kind of handle it, or or sometimes you can just keep your distance and use the f- use the fish guns. Take out a couple guys that way, and then, you know, it's it's just always a. It, it seems that there's two different games. I mean, you're either in close and and trying to use throws and tackles to take down people, and then while they're on the ground, kind of attacking the people who are left up, or you kind of managing your distance and, and attacking people long range. So there's there's a couple. The way that I played you. the game, Ryan, was that um, in a group battle when someone would pick up a weapon i would sprint at them and just attack and drop and they would drop their weapon and then i would do one more attack and knock them down then try to like do that it got to the point where as soon as i knocked someone down who had a weapon someone else would be picking up a separate weapon that's somewhere else in the room you know so i was kind of managing trying to Mm -hmm. manage all the people and trying to single them out so i can start taking off health from them yeah well it's it's yeah you always want to go for the range attackers first because they're the most annoying yeah Oh, dude, they are the most... Like, you can't block range attacks, so yeah. as soon as someone's got a gun, you either put the enemies in front of you so they can't attack you, or you attack them and try to get them get the weapon off them. Yeah. So, it's it's definitely very interesting and very deep combat. I was so. only kidding, uh, half kidding, when I mentioned uh, Double Dragon, but would you say, say uh, that this would be like a FPS version of a similar style of game? Uh, which you don't see a lot of, is what I'm saying. I mean, it's, it definitely has the the FPS kind of you know, the guns and such, but the combat itself, rather than being your regular melee, it, it does seem like, it, for example, Double Dragon or uh, what was it, Street, the, the, the fighters, Streets, right, of, Streets rage. of Rage, things like that, where you would knock people down, get them out of your way, and then focus on the one and bring his life down as much as you could, while dealing with all these others. They kept swarming on you, picking up weapons and. Yeah, kind yeah, of, I, mean, like, I guess, we, but um, it's 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 definitely a brawler right. at heart. Like it is similar right. to those in the fact that it's okay. a brawler, but That's what I um, mean. it feels a lot more hectic than what you would remember those games being. Okay. Man, 
Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And another like, thing, like, uh, that they really communicate well is just the animations in the game. And, like, I mean, you can talk right. forever about about the environments and how original it is. But the really, like, what I like over, and I, this is going to be a touchy point for Dave, but, like, <laughs> Melee and other games, like, another Source game that has Melee called, uh, you know, Dark Messiah Right. is that more than that game, when you're doing the melee attacks, it really feels like you can feel your character and there's that, that heft, that, like he's really shifting his movement just to get the most out of his punch and, right. and he's really connecting with the punches. Right. Um, it, you really feel that. I think I, I haven't had that, that really complete sense of that in any other game than, also, than Xeno um, Clash. I'll have to bring up another point, Ryan, how you're saying it feels more realistic like that. When you get punched in the face... You- it actually feels like your character, like, felt it, you know? Like, there's one point where this big monster will hit you in the face. Like, hit, he has a humongous hand. He'll hit you, and you just basically go flying across the room, and you actually, like, face down in the dirt. It, it won't flick to another camera or anything. It'll just show your character trying to picking picking himself up, in a sense. And that's something that Far Cry 2 did really well, but uh, it really does translate quite well into this game. So yeah, there's that just that uh, deeper level of immersion uh, right. while you're in combat, mm-hmm. um, and that's you know this is just a side note, Dave. This is something that you, these these are the kind of things that you should be putting in your review as well, not just explaining <laughs> the mechanics, but like the feeling that you get and like this is exactly this kind of stuff that I want to see in the review. So, because um, Dave's writing the review for this, <laughs> um, but yeah. So that's that's just another thing I wanted to harp on. Sounds like an awesome game. All right, has uh, anything else anyone's been playing? Uh, yeah. That was a bit fail. Downloaded Shotgun Sunrise. Amazingly fun mod. Um, had a great time. Oh, really? You played that? Yeah. Yes. Awesome. A, tell us tell us about it. Um, well, uh, they got vehicles to work in multiplayer. Source, finally. Which is good. Um, the zombies, the cowboys, pretty interesting mix. But it's really fun though. Um, the content and like the the whole graphical style, I guess, looks a bit cartoony. But um, it's it, I guess adds to the gameplay. It's very fun, very fast paced, fast paced. Just working with your buddies, I guess. It's really really great mod to download, and play. A lot of replayability there. Um, besides that, I got to try out latest build of 1187, which is pretty sweet. I would have to say it's one of the best story-based mods I've seen on the Source Engine, for now, at least. Um, I won't reveal too much about it, but I will say that there's a couple levels where you'll have some pretty sweet guest appearances. Um, but I, I won't reveal who those are. Um, so what is the story behind, what is the story behind 1187? Uh, it's, it's like, right after, I guess, the, the whole Black Mesa incident and the, the Renaissance, oh, what the fuck, Resonance Cascade. <laughs> Renaissance. <laughs> the Renaissance, <laughs> what? Uh, was it Resonance? Yeah. Renaissance after the Renaissance uh, the Cascade. <laughs> Leonardo, get over here. <laughs> anyway, go on. The yeah, Renaissance Cascade, that's awesome. Someone should make a mod about that. You know, it's like just this huge explosion goes off, sends out shockwaves, and then all of a sudden everyone is dressed in like 18th Freeman, century you're playing clothing. playing as like Leonardo da Vinci in like a hazmat suit or something. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Oh, wow. Um, 
Go ahead. No, but it's it's after the resonance cascade. I don't know. It's just this this normal guy, and he he meets this dude named John, which he will pretty much go throughout most of the game with. But um, I don't know. It kind of when I played it, I kind of had that feel of Cloverfield, like holy crap, this is happening right now, sort of feel. I don't know if you guys ever seen that movie, but oh, I'm, yeah. I keep. You mean the Handicam movie? Yeah. The, the God, I can stand yeah, to watch it, it, that movie. It, it could have been better. It could have been not yeah, handicapped. Yeah, could have been not handicapped. That was pretty lame, yeah. <sighs> but we yeah. did keep up the pace. I won't comment. I like that movie, but I'm a big J.J. Uh, Abrams fanboy, so. Yeah. But, um, Anyways. Yeah, but that's what I mean. Like, it was keeping up the pace. You know, you, you really don't know what's going to happen. But, um, some pretty interesting stuff there. Great mapping, I'll say. The uh, game design, level design, goes hand in hand. Works very well. Um, but I, I can't reveal too much of the story without giving some really important details away. Oh, that's alright. I mean, yeah. spoilers so, are spoilers, so, so uh, don't, don't even say how it. How far so. along is 1187, then? Um, I, uh, Jor didn't really give me as much intel on how many maps there were going to be in, in the final oh, okay. version. But, uh, w what they have now is... I don't know. It, it's fairly done, I'll say. I guess. Fairly done. It's fairly done. Fairly done. Yeah. Fairly I, done. I don't know. Opposed right, to unfairly so, done. So what else? But, uh, but, uh, yeah. So, but uh, eleven eighty-seven and the Mortwood Plaza kind of go hand in hand, I guess. They've got a lot of uh, Easter eggs from both. Like you, you can like walk into a store in eleven eighty-seven. Like, you'll see a game on the shelf, Mortwood Plaza. Or, like, the same thing in the Mortwood Plaza. You'll see 1187 there. But, uh, speaking of the Mortwood Plaza, I've actually got to see a couple of live demos over, uh, Skype. I will have to say that freaking teleport gun is amazing. Um, so it pretty much takes the laser sight, and then wherever the laser's aiming, you will automatically be teleported or launched there. And if you mess around with it, you can like launch yourself clear across the map. I don't know. Um, that seems like a really uh, game-breaking type of uh, gun. Yeah. Oh, levels like really fast. But I mean, it's been done a couple times. Uh, same same thing. You point the lasers uh, area, and y y you click, and you teleport to that location. Um, and and just recently, Unreal Tournament Three, they've got their teleport gun, which, which by the way, they 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 edited it so you shoot a disc out, so you can't really break the game. Like the original right. one. Right, yeah. exactly. But um, yeah. Well, I mean, for the Mortwood Plaza being a zombie mod, I will have to. S There's a lot of zombie mods out there that don't really get the job done. They're just like zombies, Half-Life Two over and done with. I mean, this this mod has quite a few breakthroughs. It's got working achievements in-game in the Source Engine. Um, yeah, I'm not a big mod. fan of achievements at all. At all. I'm just not a big achievement fan. Don't, I, I, I mean, they, they're, they're cute. They're cute, but they, they're dumb. <laughs> I hate achievements. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, but... Um, 
a lot of variations in the zombie models. Um, Gibbs. Gibbs is pretty sweet. Each weapon has, like, a custom... I don't know, say the katana. You have multiple ways of cutting up a zombie. Katana! <laughs> Brian! I just yes. sighed nice. very katana. I just sighed just a little bit. Oh. Oh, katanas. Um, but, but each weapon, like, you can, I guess blow a zombie up in a different way. The shotgun, it'll take like their entire I don't know, sh shoulders up, off. Right. But there's there's actually just like a giant hole in their chest where it's gone. So giving for you need, uh, you need giving for each individual weapon or each group of weapon? Uh, uh, like I, I would say each individual weapon that can blow zombie to pieces has well, I mean, damn near anything can take a zombie them. apart if it really tried hard enough. <laughs> like, my battle, but my I'm, bottle of Advil. But, but I, I, it's just unique. It, like whichever weapon you use, it, right. it feels unique each time you do it. It doesn't feel like it's just prescripted. It, it's pretty sweet. Um, a lot of Sounds customization good. options. Uh, I don't know if you're wimps, you don't want child zombies, you can turn those off. If you don't want gibbs, you can turn that stuff off. You can change your player's hand and glove skins in-game, which I guess is pretty cool. Um, the, the way you like choose your weapons, the the in weapon inventory menu is I don't know, pretty cool. I think you can still change them while in the game using your mouse key or numpad or whatever. Uh -huh. But um, the inventory system adds a little bit different with all the weapons that you pretty much have. You press a button, they all pop up. So yeah. what would Plaza? I mean, f so far this sounds like like Dead Rising, but on Source for me. Yep, I would agree with that too. Well, I except mean, it's well, first person, it's right? Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't say it's Dead Rising because it's it doesn't just take place in a mall. Like right. it starts from a well, wherever you are, it's just it's just different ways of of blowing up zombies. Like, is is there anything else other right, than is, that? Is, is there something unique there, about the zombies themselves? Is it objective based gameplay or? Well, I mean, it it is sort of story based. Um, main character is named John. I think his name is John. Yeah. Um, <laughs> John is just like this odd guy. My name is John Zombies. <laughs> He's got some pretty comedic uh, dialogue. Was that an e was that an Easter egg? Did like did he work that out with eleven eighty seven as well? And they're like, hey, we'll both call our main characters John. Uh, no, not <laughs> maybe maybe John's just like a regular name like that everyone has. Well, I just, I just found it funny because like I like, remember when I was describing my mod profile. His name is John, and he wakes up in a secret laboratory. Yeah, right. That's right. Not knowing his past. Yeah. So. Yeah, everybody uses John. <laughs> yeah, but um, I don't know. It's it's kind of story based. Like I said, the dialogue's pretty comedic. I don't know. Like if he falls, instead of just hearing bone crunching, you hear like, "Oh, my leg!" and stuff like that. Or can you turn that off? You can you can say this. You can say the bad words if you want, AJ. I, I could, but <laughs> we're big boys. I could, but you know. Then my your mom, mom likes to listen, listen to these, so yeah. no, I don't really want to get <laughs> What? You your mother listens to these? Oh, man. That's cool. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have anything else, AJ, or is, is that the end? Um, I would say that's pretty much about it. Sounds cool. interesting. Brian, you're up. All right. Oh, I don't.
I haven't played let's, with anything but myself for the last 20 days. Oh, okay. Oh, you I know I wanted to say, that, say that the you? whole time. I'm waiting. It's like, what have you been playing with, Brian? It's like, ooh. <laughs> All right. So that means you can wrap it up. And yep. uh, this episode yeah. is was not probably 40 minutes. Just shy, of, <laughs> just shy of an hour. Yep. Actually, no, it's just over okay, an hour cool. now. Well, yeah, but by the time you edit it down. Woohoo. Yay. Yeah. Yay. Woo. Cool. More editing. Yeah. <laughs> All right, guys. Catch you next week. And, uh, yeah, hope you enjoyed this episode. Yeah. See you later. Bye. Later. See you later.